You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. G'day, it's Justin here and uh, today on the podcast we are in between seasons of Bluey's Brisbane so we thought we'd dive back into the archive and bring you a chat with Bluey creator Joe Brum. Now I did this interview with Joe back in early 2019, about halfway through season one of Bluey when it was only on air in Australia but it had already become a juggernaut here, having become the most popular show on the ABC streaming platform iview with just a bazillion downloads over the six months that it had aired. Now, this interview was done for a Brisbane radio station and an accompanying digital piece, which I'll link to in the show notes. Um, And this is actually what gave me the idea to do the podcast Bluey's Brisbane. In fact, I titled one of the images that I used in the digital story, Bluey's Brisbane. Um, Just quickly to give you some background info on this interview, I was actually supposed to meet Joe at Ludo Studios, but his flight to America to sign the contract with Disney got pushed forward by a day. So I'm speaking to him on the phone in the airport, literally waiting to get on a flight to go and sign those contracts with Disney. So without further ado, my interview with Joe Brum from 2019. You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. If you've got kids under the age of 10, the ABC Kids Show Bluey, more than likely a massive thing in your house. It is in mine. And uh, Joe Brum is the creator of the Brizzy Born and Bread Show. He's on the phone right now. G'day, Joe. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, good. Well, look, mate, congratulations on the success of the show. Uh, For people who don't know, um, within the space of six months, it's become the most popular show on ABC iView. So, look, did did you have any thoughts before you launched Bluey that, you know, hey, look, we might just be onto something here? (laughs) Well, it was, I mean, I knew we were, um, I knew it was looking good. It was exactly what I, you know, it was looking, it was what I wanted to um, get across. But no, before it went on air, I was still a little nervous that either parents wouldn't be in it or kids wouldn't be in it or both. So it's been really satisfying to sort of see see it taken up with such gusto. Parents and kids are seeing their lives reflected and that they're seeing the relationships, you know, that are familiar to them, the way their parents play with them and the way they play with their friends. And, and hopefully that'll be universal, but I guess we'll, we'll have to see. Well, I like how you put it just then, you know, their lives reflected. So so one of the things we love it in our house is obviously the kids love the, the stories and the characters, but, you know, when we watch it with the kids as parents, we get something out of it too. Like just, you know, even this morning they're watching, uh, I think it was um, the Takeaway episode, and, you know, it's so relatable for parents, especially something like that, something so simple as, you know, ordering some Takeaway just descends into absolute chaos like that's really relatable for parents so um was that something that was important for you to create something that showed parents a little bit of love as well yeah and and the reason for that was i thought look you know what an experience it must be for a kid to watch a tv show that that they really they really love especially at that age and their parents are on the same couch not just sort of doing it uh, you know, out of duty, and they're enjoying it too. You know, like I, I thought that must be it. Would be such a great feeling, I think, for a kid that age that if they're going to watch a show that their parents are also watching and they're they're genuinely sharing something. So I thought that that's creating that feeling in a kid is would be a great goal. And 
So it's sort of we we went into the series with that goal in mind, and you end up, I guess, with an episode like Takeaway, and it involves taking some pretty big risks, like Takeaway, uh, like a few other episodes. The leading character in that is the dad. You know, it's the dad's story in that episode, and he's an adult, and so everyone when you when you do that, everyone shouts at you, saying you can't have the adult as the leading character in a kids show. And so there was a lot of, you know, we had to we had to push, you know, we had to sort of trust ourselves that no, no we could, and it, it won't exclude the kids. And I think it's worked. Well, look on the on the dad thing. You know, it, it took me a couple of episodes to really pick up on the character of Bandit. It, it really nails, like for me anyway, it really nails modern parenthood and especially being a dad. Um, is he sort of your version of the modern dad? Well, I mean, he's, he's my version of me and my brothers and my friends, yeah. really. And I guess we are, you know, um, I suppose you could say, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't say he's the modern dad, I guess, but he's just what I see and he's what I do. And it just seems like, look, when, this, when the kids come, there's just a lot of work to do. And, and I'm a real worker and, and my brothers and friends are real workers and it's, you don't, I guess you don't sort of uh, quibble about what job it is, you know, it's just there's work to be done and yep. you start doing it, and whether that's nappies, school runs and all that, or your actual work, it just, it's just all work now to me and, and I don't know, and it's, it's really enjoyable. I mean, I've heard from, I've heard from, I know about parents who, you know, worked, I guess, and didn't see a great deal of their first kid and now are going, look, I want to have another one so I can be there for it, you know. So mm. I think whilst it is definitely a different way we're doing it, um, I think it's very it's very satisfying, I guess. You feel like you're, you're not missing anything. Mm. Um, but it is a lot of work. There's <laughs> no oh. about that. I, I think about that. I think it's um, Fruit Bat where, you know, they, they put the kids to bed and as soon as the kids are in bed, you know, bandits passed out on the floor. Like that's like that's me pretty much every night. <laughs> yeah. It's just a knockout, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so it's so hard. No, no one really prepares you for it, do they? No, no. And I think that's the thing. It's it's like uh, behind this is just like, all right, I've been in this now for six, seven years, and it's like this is it, it's it's something which is very unique, which no one knows until until it happens. And I thought, look, I want to. I want to put this in the kids' cartoons, you know, not, it's, you know, not the kind of, like what you see in kids' cartoons is this other world of parenting and all that. I, I want to, like I said, no, I want to put in what it's actually like, you know, and, and that doesn't mean it's all about the, you know, the moaning and the work. It's, you know, it's so, it's, it's such a beautiful thing as well. And I like to think this show doesn't have any cynicism or any sarcasm or anything like that, but it's, it's recognising that, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but it, it's really rewarding for both the kids and the parents. Yeah, I think, especially when, the kids, time especially when the kids come out with something that, you know, you weren't expecting. Like the other, the other day, I was, you know, on the trampoline with my daughter. She's only two and a half, but she said, she said, Dad, I missed you today. I was like, oh, you know, makes all the hard work worthwhile. Definitely. Well, we've got a trampoline app coming up, actually, which, um, which sounds eerily familiar to that, actually. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, well, just just one more thing on the on the on the dad thing. You know, um, anyone kind of who's my age and grew up in Brisbane in the nineties, you know, we we grew up with all those 
classic Brizzy bands. Um, and of course, you've got Dave McCormack from Custard voicing Bandit. So I- I'm interested to know, was was his name kind of thrown around early in the piece? And, and was that character, I know you mentioned, you know, it's a the character of Bandit's a reflection of you and your, your brothers, but is there any of Dave in the character of Bandit as well? Yeah, yeah well, Dave, I mean, Dave really throws himself into the voice records. Um, and, you know, he's, he's a real, uh, you don't have to give him much and he'll just really, he doesn't hold back. Yeah. I think it's, it's a really, I would recommend it to anyone making an animated series that you should look to front men and front women of bands as your lead characters because there's something that translates really well to just having someone perform an animated character. Mm. Um, no, he was, Dave came, Dave is sort of, um, we did a bit of work. Well, the studio who makes this works with them, and but when we heard his record, it just it just felt right. Well, I remember, I remember, you know, you, you know, this is when I was in uni. I remember watching him fill in a recovery, and yes, actually hosting yeah. the show. And I remember thinking he's really good at this. I, I, don't, I know he does, um, you know, music for film and and TV now. But I always wonder why he didn't do more TV work or more acting work. He's really good. Yeah, he just, well, he, just comes, he just takes over. I mean, yeah, we used to... I mean, I'm 40, so I, I was pretty young. I was sort of 14, 15 during all the market days in Brisbane and Custard. Because of Custard, one of those bands when you're 15 and 16 and you're starting your own band or you're doing your one own whatever, yeah. and you might have thought a bit like, okay, I'm in a small town. You sort of listen to Custard and regurgitate it and... Powderfinger, and you thought, okay, these guys are from Brisbane. Like, I can do this, you know. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Yeah, that was exactly yeah. it. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing Powderfinger played about twenty people, um, and then you know we, you know, friends of mine, we started a band because you just go, well, yeah, they can do it, we can do it too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so that was a good feeling. Well, well, look, in the cartoon, you've gone to such an incredible um, detail to recreate Brisbane. Um, in essentially cartoon form. So why was it important to put Brisbane on the screen and not just set it in some kind of generic Australian city or Australian setting? I mean, I aimed for, I guess, a generic Queensland, you know, and I sort of grew up, I was sort of born out west and I grew up in North Queensland and then lived in Brisbane. So I kind mm-hmm. of wanted to, to get that spread, but it definitely has ended up very Brisbane. Um, it's a good question. I think it's just, I think... Cartoons work well when they've got a real sense of place. Yeah. And look, it's it's what's around us. I wanted I wanted it to look beautiful, and I think so much of Brisbane and the tropics and Queensland is really just beautiful. You know, the the, the sky and the colours and the houses, the architecture, and um, and we got a couple of really talented art directors, Katrina and Costa, who just love going around Brisbane, drawing all the details. So. Mm. Look, that was just, I, I don't know, it's like, uh, we got to set it somewhere, let's set it in Brisbane. I didn't want it to be super idiosyncratic so that, you know, you, people would be lost, but I just, I wanted that feeling of suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Has, has there been a, has there been a favourite Brisbane location to recreate in the show? Yes, the creek coming yeah. up. It's an episode which you'll see soon. Okay. And it's, it's the creek and it's, you know, I grew up going down the creeks and we take our kids down to the creeks and they're, I mean, they're all over Australia, I guess. Uh, but really capturing that 
with the sort of the big grey rocks and the moss and the, the crystal clear water. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was a lot of fun. I'm quite satisfied. Look, we've got new episodes of Bluey just around the corner, so you're giving us a little sneak peek there. Is there anything else you can drop in terms of what's coming up in the show? Yeah, well, there's there's an emu called Sean who's going to turn up nice. in the family. Um, there's a there's probably one of my well, a lot of the crew's favourite episode where Bing goes in hospital, uh, <clears throat> which is a very personal one to me. And they go camping too. They okay. so much. I mean, camping is such an Australian part of life, so we've taken them camping. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane.